0: hi welcome back to the podcast that does not have a name yet and it probably won't have a name yet so everyone can stop giving me suggestions on what i should call my own podcast thank you so this installation of the podcast i'm here with my good sus the one and only jupiter velvet hi y'all what's poppin pause the fuck up sisters (laughs) i hate you oh my god (laughs) So this podcast is going to be a continuation of our long-departed YouTube series, Girls Being Girls, where we touched on sexuality and gender. And recently, with the whole questions on Instagram moment, Jupiter like kind of went off on this question and answer about trans identity and gender and queer, et cetera. And people were asking a lot of questions in my Q&A about that as well. So I was like, hey, sis, let's get together. Let's do a part two. And let's give the girls and the boys and the ladies and the in-betweens, let's give everyone what they need to know because literally it's been about a year since we recorded and we've changed and grown as individuals into our own gender identities.
1: Oh, absolutely. We have. <laughs> we and I just want that. to backtrack to saying how iconic Vadies
0: really is. Vadies, <laughs> It's so good. I don't know if I made it up or if like I heard someone say it first. You made it up for yourself, and I, that's what's important. That's what's important. You're the artist of your own reality and that's beautiful. <laughs> so therefore my perception is my reality and I perceive that I made it up. <laughs> and while we're on the topic of perception, here we are. Gender. <laughs> okay, so since it's like a podcast and not a video, we were gonna touch on first the understanding of gender. So if you wanna like explain the gender bred person.
1: Cool, yeah, so I'm just gonna pull it up, and you guys can pull it up for yourselves, just literally typing in gingerbread person, and it's this cute little diagram you can find online that kind of breaks up identity, orientation, sex, and expression as their own separate categories. So, you know, like, it's like saying, um, just because you are a trans person does not mean that, oh, if you transition from biologically male to, like, female, whatever, um, you are now going to be a gay woman or straight woman you know like people were surprised when Caitlyn Jenner like was like interested in like women versus men because they were like wait sexuality and gender aren't the same thing it's like no because queer people exist yes (laughs) so it's all separate your expression is how you choose to express yourself your identity is your in your brain and it's however you choose to identify with your gender like if Dwayne The Rock Johnson said I identify as female then Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a fucking female and she can be big and however she wants to be and she's
0: valid like Miss Toto. <laughs> <laughs> no, but literally whatever yeah. someone decides to identify as, you respect that and you give that to them because that's that's what they want. That's what they are. Exactly.
1: And then orientation is like who you like, like and who you're attracted to. And there's like sexual orientation and romantic orientation, you know. And then sex is like your sexual organs. So sex and gender identity are separate things. Your biological sex organs are basically just for you to share with you and your doctor and whoever else. You decide to my share only fans your only fans
0: account of course. No, I don't have only fans yet, don't worry. Pause up for destruction. Um, <laughs> Shout out to our girl making that, coin. making that coin. Okay, so now that you're all caught up, let's go through some questions um, and topics. So Jupiter, let' us we'll both like obviously tackle these, but what's your um, gender identity and explain it to us?
1: So I identify as trans femme, so I choose to not adopt the label of being a trans woman because, honestly, even if I was born whatever it means to be biologically female and be a cis female, I would still be a queer, punk, radical female and still be hairy and still be outside of the binary. I would have just been born female. So I would have had no dysphoria, but I still would be like the same person I am now. So with my identity, I identify as trans femme because I lean towards the femme side of the trans spectrum, but not fully non-binary. So I hope that makes sense. No, I
0: was going to like literally say, because she used the word spectrum, like there is like you saw in our girls being girls installation, gender is a spectrum. So you could be cis, you can be trans, you can fall in between. You can, it's like thinking of like a 180 degree horizon moment where like you can have a, a dial anywhere in between and your gender identity matters. So, I identify as genderqueer or gender non conforming. So, I'm able to like express both of my sides of my gender as far as like the hyper masculine through lifting and bodybuilding in my like everyday boring cis boy life. And then I'm able to express the more feminine attributes of my life because I'm literally in drag five to six days a week, hyper femme, getting that whole moment. So, I was thinking about that. I'm like, how am I gonna express my gender identity when I'm no longer doing drag? <laughs> like, what? Well, that I guess that just means I'm gonna have to do this shit till I die. <laughs> we didn't write this question down, but I just thought of it, and it's something that you
1: talk about a lot. But I just wanted—I want you to say it for the podcast. You're a woman in
0: drag. Oh, 100%. Exactly. You will not tell me otherwise. Oh my god, it makes me like actually infuriated when someone's like, up, man?" I'm like. <laughs> You look great, dude. I'm like, ia of all, thank you. B of all, I know. A of all. C of all, <laughs> don't. Like, that makes me so upset. Okay, but literally in drag, I am a woman. That's it. And it's not like the whole, I'm a woman. No, like dead ass. Like, you cannot tell me otherwise. Like, that's it. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because, like, when I'm in drag,
1: sometimes, like, I don't really, like, re- reflect in the same way that you do with, like, identity in drag. I feel like in drag, I'm just kind of this, like, hyper femme creature, alien. Like, I don't know. I guess it is, like, a femme being, but I don't necessarily. Because I still choose to be hairy and people still look at me. I feel like in drag, I'm less passable than I am out of drag. Because out of drag, I'll be, like, more covered up. You don't see that I'm fully hairy. In drag, I'll be, like, fully hairy and be, like,
0: you know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, but is that how is your character, Jupiter, a reflection of how you'd want yourself to be if society wasn't so crazy.
1: If I could have Dr. Miami have, make my cheekbones that high, yes. snatch my eyelids that wide, you know what? We're gonna be out here looking like
0: <laughs> Amanda <laughs> LaPorte. No, but I mean, like as far like the being the radical, like, girls can be hairy too, like without trying to feel like society's not gonna value your gender. So you're saying
1: if, if society didn't like care about any of them? Yeah. Would you? Then we'd all be doing drag. We'd uh, all be like drag queens. Oh,
0: boots! But like, would you present more like your drag character? No, because it's like hard. Okay. It's like it's like performative. You know, okay, I, mean, yeah. I don't wanna like take three hours every morning to like, get ready to I'm gonna go to public. Like- right, I'm gonna put on my bright yellow wig today. <laughs> right. To go to get a pub stuff. No, I get it. That's real. I like this one because it reflects on the like early days of existence of us, <laughs> us being children. When did you feel or experience or realize the concept of gender or that you felt that you were trans or understood your trans identity?
1: There's this like one story that I have that I think that like, resonates with a lot of other trans people and every other, tra- like not every other trans person, but a lot of other trans people feel this, is, have the same experience when, like in school, like in class, when you're being lined up, boys and girls, you know, right, it happens right. for the first time and you're like, you don't even realize it and you're like, you get into your line and you're there with other girls and you're just like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, get over there like, you're gonna go play like sports because you can't be with P.E. with the girls and right. you're just like, um, what the fuck? I remember that being one of the most like apparent blatant issues of like, I was like, what the fuck is this? Are you telling me I'm not one of the girls? Like, right? it was the craziest thing. That was one of the major things. Because I had two older brothers, I was exposed to like, sexual pornographic images early because I had seen them like looking at like pictures of like naked girls and that's when I first saw that a, bo- a girl's body looks like that like boobs in a mm-hmm. and I was like whoa like where's my vayanja <laughs> that <laughs> and, you know that's the first time I experienced like genital like a weird thing with my genitals and I don't really experience that much genital dysphoria now but at the time it was just like this confusion where like I really thought I was a girl and I would like Run around my house with fucking like tying shirts to my head like long sleeve shirts and making them like wigs and like pretending I was Shakira and Beyonce and stuff and just like but well, you are I mean I am Shakira and Beyonce <laughs> but yeah it was just like really wild and my dad being like crazy um, my parents were like Catholic Caribbeans and South Americans so like they were like really really strict when it came to gender and machismo like m- ultra toxic masculinity in the household so my parents would like snatch that wig off my head like throw away barbies that i would like steal from christmas presents or like different things they would just completely reject that and like it was really tough for me or whatever and it's funny because now nowadays i can like talk to my parents about that and will reflect on like i understand why they did that but at the time yeah to go back to the question yeah there was like so many little hints and like things going on in my head and like those so many years returning telling me like oh i'm not this gender everybody's Kind of like push me into. What about right. you? How did you?
0: Well, I journey? feel like ever since the jump, literally day one. I remember in elementary school, I was telling everyone like I am a girl born in a boy's body, and I was like, I'm gonna grow up and get a sex change because I. How did you find that
1: language?
0: Because one of my my first babysitter was trans. You've never said that. You didn't know that. You didn't listen. <laughs> to it because you didn't listen to my first podcast my mother, where I talk about it. I did listen to it in the shower, okay. I told you. Well, my first babysitter was trans, and my dad outed her to me when he was, like, mad at my mom, and was like, oh, by the way, Venus used to be a man, and I was, like, freaking out. Her name was Venus? Venus, star with two R's. Like, how did I not know? Like, <laughs> and <laughs> Jupiter. I know. Oh, my God. Planet. So then I, like, asked her about it, because I was distraught. I was like, hold up. Dad said that you used to be a man. She's like, yes. And I got a this sex was change. with your dad there? No, no. One, one of the nights you babysat. Yeah, for. because I always used to dress up at Venus's house. And like, that was one where I had the pictures of me and my mom, where I'm like in full geesh. Yeah. Because
1: Venus was one of your mom's queer friends yeah from the jump like they'd it. known each
0: other for years when venus before um, she transitioned so sometimes my mom still slips up and calls venus her dead name but it's still very like gender neutral and venus doesn't like clock her on it <laughs> and i'm like mom that's not right and she's like i'm old baby i'm like okay <laughs> but that's when i under kind of understood like i can do this like if i want to get a sex change i can do that it's an option
1: so you marched right into school i and did like, I was <laughs> like, I'm Venus. i was
0: like i'm gonna get a sex change but then as i got older i was like i don't want a sex change like I am not trans but that was when in high school I was realizing I don't need to pick a side I was wearing like dresses I was wearing long shirts and would belt them as dresses in high school and I was like what it's a look (laughs) like where it was just like well why can't I wear this I'm wearing compression shorts under here my dick's not hanging out I can wear this if I want to wear this painting my nails whatever and then it wasn't really until I moved to Miami where this Huge gender queer explosion! Like, really opened my eyes to be like, oh, I can be gender queer, and that's fine. This it helped my gender. How old were you then when you moved to Miami? And you were twenty two. Wow, new. I mean, I had known I'd been queer, but like, it didn't have a word. I was like, I'm just fucking weird. (laughs) Like, I'm just a weird kid. (laughs) But
1: to like to be around other people that like had the same experiences. Like, you kind of like were like stuck in Maryland, being the only like black queer. Faggot.
0: Like, the it. Like, my (laughs) my other girls, like, we all identify as queer, but it didn't have a word. Like, it was never like, oh, queer was the umbrella term for everything else. Mm -hmm. Instead of queer being like, this is who we are, as like one specific thing. Like, yeah, you can use queer as like the queer community, but no, there are the queers and there are the gays. And there are are different segments, but you don't have to compartmentalize people, but that's where that was. Mm -hmm. So it's really new for me, I guess. Okay, because I just thought of something. Do you think that you would be a trans woman? If you were
1: born into a society where you weren't at all allowed to be femme. So the oh my oh, God. unless you were trans, then you'd be a trans woman. Do you think <laughs> like right? I just thought about that. I'm okay, like, wait. wait. Okay. Wait. 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 <laughs> okay, do you think that if you if we were in a society, like if we were in like, I don't know, like somewhere in like
0: the middle of nowhere.
1: No, not middle of nowhere. I was gonna say, like, I was gonna name countries, like, I don't know, like, some Asian countries, like, are very okay. like, open about, like, trans people, or whatever, but they're, like, not very queer friendly. But, like, you're allowed to be femme if you transition.
0: Oh. Like, in the Middle East. Like, in the Middle East, sometimes yeah. they let
1: you do that. Like, like, they'll let you transition so that you can be a um, woman. A woman, but if you're a man, you can't just be genderqueer. So, okay. you'd be, would you think you'd, think you'd just be trans? No.
0: I feel like that would, like, really freak me out. Well, like, that I'm, whole
1: living in that whole environment. Man, well, awful. Yes. <laughs>
0: Maybe I'm thinking about that. But I think that I like the duality of my gender and having to pick one side would freak me out.
1: But you don't—you wouldn't say it's sometimes for certain
0: people, gender is a little circumstantial. Oh yeah, depending on where you are. Like exactly. and I think if if it didn't, if I didn't have the concept of masculinity versus femininity or I have the availability to be femme, it would probably push me to one side. And I'd be like, I guess I gotta be a dude or like, I guess I gotta be a woman. And I feel like I'd probably, yeah. Yeah.
1: Probably
0: a woman. Yeah. yeah. Like I would be like, you know what? Pump me with whatever you need to pump me with, cut it put it in, like, we're gonna make this work. Mm-hmm. Because that is probably, like, it depends on what side of the spectrum you fall on. Like, if you're feeling and understanding yourself as more femme, it would just be easier so you weren't like stoned to death or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> like, no, but really, I feel like those circumstances, no, but like those circumstances kind of, it sucks, but forces you into a role that you may not fully want. Which
1: sucks. Do you think that sometimes, in a way, because we live on like the Western world, and because like we are in this pol- current political climate and stuff, that you are being forced into a certain identity that maybe you're, you're not allowed to fully be the trans person that maybe you are, just because and you're not thinking about it, but you're just accepting the circumstances, the situation, your life, and your career, and the way you're being seen, and your own mental of course. health, whatever. That you're just letting yourself be like, well, I'm just non-binary. But maybe you are
0: fully trans. Right. And I feel like that's all the societal pressures of, we like, we have to understand gender because it's something that's being talked about. Everyone has to talk about gender because it's so important in our current world. Yeah. So with all this information, people are like, well, I'm binary too. I'm non-binary. I'm, I'm queer. Mm. And you can be as queer as you want. I'm not saying anyone's not queer. But since we're all talking about it, it's drawing more attention to it and more information about it. And I feel like other countries and other like societies don't have that because it doesn't need to be talked about. Mm-hmm. So you're right. I think you're right.
1: Yeah, I just think it's an interesting question. A
0: hypothetical question. <laughs> but what was it? so that should segue. Do you think that trans people would still be trans in a society where the concept of gender does not exist?
1: Okay. So I got this question on like when I was on Instagram uh, doing the QA, and I couldn't even answer it because it was so like it's I have to go like I can't answer a 15-second video clip. No. Or even, like, 30 of them. Like, it's a it's an intense question. But... And it's just going to trigger, like, a really, like, interesting debate between... Not debate, but, like, conversation with us right now. Well, because we were kind
0: of talking about it before, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, like, if gender did not exist, if this was, like, a society or a culture, like, where gender did not exist and we were all just raised, like, as just, like, bodies, basically trans people experience, like... It, Within the context of society and gender and the binary, we experience dysphoria, which is. Let oh, me the, type this in exactly. To Merriam-Webster. Exact, I'm on Merriam-Webster dysphoria.
0: Dysphoria.
1: So I can be like. Yeah, I don't think that's an interesting way. That they say dysphoria is just a state of feeling uneasy, unhappy, or unwell. I mean, yes but that stems from like gender identity. So I, dysphoria basically stems from gender identity. Meanwhile, dysmorphia is societal issues that you, that make you feel a certain way about your bodies that, that, that can lead to eating disorders or, you know, XYZ. I think that if gender didn't exist, trans people would still exist, but you wouldn't be considered trans because you're, there's no binary, there's no right. gender. but we would still be like, because I sometimes still experience this thing where, like, I ghost, like, my breasts, like, they're not there and I feel like I have, like, ghost limbs. Like, I feel, like, the weight. And, like, some trans people experience, from a young age or whatever, like, having internal orgasms but having external genitalia. Like, that their orgasms will roll through their body the way it does for a woman. Exactly. Wow. I, I didn't tell you this, but, like, but it's a thing people experience, and it's, like, and when I was, little I always was very interested in, like, butt stuff. Maybe I'm just, like, a butt slut. <laughs> but... but <laughs> Maybe I'm a butt slap, but um, I could see how that played into my life. And I think that if gender didn't exist in the society, then these people who would otherwise be trans in a binary world would just be dysmorphic people who would be feeling like my body feels a little weird, but it doesn't have to do with gender. They would just feel weird and like out of place with their body, but not as out of place as somebody who is trying to fit the role of another gender or a separate identity.
0: I feel like it, yeah, it would, instead of being called dysphoria, it would be called dysmorphia because you'd be feeling dysmorphic. But I also think, like I was thinking about this earlier, if you didn't attach certain extremities and certain body parts to being a specific gender, do you still think that you would be like longing for those parts? Yes,
1: because the thing is that the pituitary gland like releases hormones and like the zygote and the embryo, like we're all like a female, uh, we're we're all assigned, um, we all have a vagina. Oh yeah. As a zygote, as as an embryo. So the thing that happens, the reason why trans people exist is because a chemical imbalance occurs between the hormones and the the way the body is being, produ- they're being put together as a baby, as a zygote, that, like, will lead that person to, like, grow into a body that's incorrect or, like, not—incorrect This is not- isn't is the right language, but other than how they actually feel. Because maybe they have more estrogen, but they're assigned male, but they, they don't feel they're male because they're actually—they me- should have been female, but their bodies just did not— which is like kind of how the, if you've ever studied fraternal birth effect, mm-hmm. or, or order effect, yeah, like I have two older brothers, that's why I'm trans. <laughs> so that's, that's just <laughs> it. That's just it. Um, but it's a really interesting thing, if you guys like, I'm, we're not gonna discuss that all now, but just like Google fraternal birth order effect, um, and that just applies to like gay people and queer people, but like you could apply the same thing to trans people,
0: that same idea. I wonder how that is. Like I wonder if it's a lot of younger siblings that are the gay ones. Because like, not, I'm not gonna call my parents out, but they're when they had me, they were old. So I'm sure there were a couple like whoopsies before me. They were together for 15 years. You're gonna tell me you didn't have a mistake in that 15 years a yeah, couple times? totally. So, like, what's tea? Do um there's actually a
1: really interesting TED Talk. It's about the role of queer people in society and why queer people haven't gone extinct. We won't. In the but in the concept of like um biology. Oh, like okay. like Darwinism. It's like why if we can't reproduce, then why are we just tea? like over? Right. Like and it's like really interesting. My search results ASMR Lady Gaga live.
0: But Um, just wait until we can reverse, reconstruct or deconstruct a sperm into an egg, it's over for you host, And vice versa.
1: Mm -hmm. So I found this really interesting TED talk. Um, It's called Homosexuality, It's About Survival, Not Sex by James O'Keefe. It's TEDxTalat, which I don't know what that is. But um, yeah, it's just like t- 17 minute TED Talk, and it basically t- discusses how like what you were saying about fraternal birth order effect and feeling like maybe your parents had other kids and stuff, or not other kids, but they had like you know had yeah. whoopsies and stuff, and like you, then you were the last embryo that could have been conceived or whatever.
0: They were old. Um, yeah. How old are your parents now? My mom is 63. My dad. Oh no, my mom's 65. My dad's like 70. Oh god. But they just look so good because black don't crack.
1: Pause up. Yeah, my parents are, like, my dad's, like,
0: 64. My
1: mom's, like, 55 or something. Someone
0: needs to do a study on, like, the age that parents have kids and, like, if the kid is queer. Totally. I think that's totally important. But the... Come on,
1: science. (laughs) The TED Talk discusses how... One of the, like, the the role of queer people in society, like, from the beginning of time. Like, if you look back at, like, people that became, like, for example, like, witch doctors or created the theater in the communities, things that literally humans needed to survive and evolve because when you think about it the arts and like witch doctors people that like didn't fit the role of hunter-gatherer that t- sought something outside of that technically you really, they were always queer like yeah and it kind of discusses that how they played this role and it goes into saying how gay people can a lot of queer people are born because it might have to do something with a mother who's under a lot of stress and a lot of like depression in the household might feel she might be dealing with like um like not postpartum, because it's before the child's born, but, it's like, like after stress you, and stuff. I
0: forget what, when you have
1: the baby. That's that... postpartum.
0: Ugh.
1: Postpartum. But, no, this is before. Like, if you're in a, if the mother feels in a situation where, like, they're, like, stressed out or something, a baby might be born queer because queer people serve the role of being pillars of their community and, like, being, like, not, like, you know, when you look at history or whatever, it's, like, sure, like, you know, there's times where people were persecuted, but at the beginning of time, it was, like, evolutionarily, we served the, the purpose of, like, looking after, it. staying at home to have, you know, like, an extra male presence to stay home and help the mother with cooking and stuff that things would be feminine, the mother will actually, like, a, a baby will be born queer to, like, help the mother with the housework. And fitting both And fitting roles. both roles. And also, like, helping the community and creating these, like, paths and jobs. And, like, so it's really interesting, like, this, like, crazy theory but it makes a lot of sense when you think about it
0: it's just very like sounds very out there but like do you feel that i know it makes sense look at all the the really cool stuff that queer people are actually doing shakespeare was a faggot boots can i say that yeah shakespeare was a faggot (laughs) 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 can i say that boot (laughs) um wig okay do you feel like you need to experience dysphoria in order to be considered trans okay
1: So the term trans itself is, I mean, you know this already. The term trans is an umbrella term. It encompasses non-binary people, queer people, all kinds of people. You do not need dysphoria to be a trans identified person. Dysphoria is kind of awful symptom that some trans people can experience when it comes to their life and like their identity and stuff, it's like, you know, it just comes with it, but not for everybody. And it's also like sometimes some trans people, you know, in their eyes, they get every single surgery and hormones everything that they need to feel that they have completed their full transition. And that is not something that I'm necessarily saying. I, I'm saying about myself or about what makes a person right or wrong as a trans person this is some people feel that like some people feel like oh if I have all these surgeries I become the woman I'm done my dysphoria is gone and maybe for them once they're fully transitioned you know whatever that means for them they feel like well my dysphoria is gone but they're still trans people like they're still a trans person you know but then sometimes that person might not even be like I'm not trans anymore that's why which we can't define that for them I know you made a face and it's true I hate that yeah but I mean it's a, it, it, some people's story is so intense that they feel like they need to like separate themselves from their trans identity as far as they can other people like me like I fully lean into it I'm like I'm a tranny bitch like, <laughs> and I'm gonna be hairy and I'm gonna be weird and I'm gonna be outlandish and I'm gonna be as loud as I can be because like I'm gonna lean into it but I don't I'm not gonna like judge somebody who, because of their circumstances situation. I mean, like we were talking about earlier. Some people like in these countries where they f- killed if you're clocked. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and that, I mean, not even in those countries. I mean, in the United States. We have like trans women being killed every All the fucking time. month. Like, there's like a new trans woman like 2017, 2018 already solved. What was the number? Oh my God. Let me like, should I? Oh, do I try to look it up. <laughs> yeah, look it up. This is on the Advocate. pause up for the Advocate. Actually, I don't know if pause up for the Advocate. I don't know their practices or anything. What is it? 2018, 16 homicides of trans Americans have been reported. That's a mess. So,
0: like, yeah. So watch out for your trans brothers and sisters. Exactly. And watch out for each other. Yeah. But you're right. I see. Well, someone also brought this up to me. They were like, well, some trans people don't feel like they belong in the LGBTQ plus umbrella because it's the LGBTQ. B part have to do with sexuality and the T part has to do with gender identity. So they're like separate things. And I'm like, yeah, but we're all weird and different over here in a society where what we're doing is weird and different.
1: Yeah. And the funny thing about that is that they're kind of completely right because gender is separate from sexuality because they could be like, I'm not gay. I'm just trans. Absolutely. You know, and that's valid. But I think with the history of the LGBTQ plus civil rights movement, it's like, you know, We, like, trans people were fighting for queer rights the whole time to kind of remember the history of it and Marshall P. Johnson, Sylvia Rivera, that trans people were always fighting for the rights of the whole community, and it's kind of an awful thing when you think about. It because after the faggots got their rights, they dumped Marsha P. Johnson, Silver Rivera, and like you know, you could watch like all these documentaries and information on it. I mean, it's kind of the case with everything. White gays are never looking out for Ever. trans people of color or any anyone but them. themselves. You know what I mean? But at the same sorry time, white
0: gays, you heard yeah. it here first.
1: But at the same time, it's almost like our burden to carry as we're brown and black people, like that we understand the community and we understand standing up for it and kind of like. Just even if you're just trans and you're not gay, you understand that, well, let me fight alongside my queer brothers and sisters. And it's also like, you have to evolve your mindset to the point where you realize that gender doesn't exist anyways. Right. So it's like, we're just fighting for equal fucking rights. And it's also, a lot of trans people are queer. There's a lot of queer trans people. It is, it kind of encompasses all identities. But I understand somebody who might feel like, no, like maybe Caitlyn Jenner's out there like, I'm
0: not a fan. But she's a lesbian. But she's, oh, that's right. But she's a lesbian. So she is in the umbrella. Oh, God. Well, she's not in my queer community. Oh, I don't know her. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. There are like, there are two more. Okay. These are, these are good. Second to last question what to say to someone when they come out to you as trans. Okay, me and Twitter were just talking Uh, about this. You cannot be like, I can- we do
1: A and B role uh, playing? Okay, who, okay.
0: I don't- You be trans. No, I don't wanna wanna be the trans. What did I answer about the (laughs) trans? Okay, okay. okay. I'm like the drunk bitch at the party. Okay, and
1: I'm the trans girl just like living her life and we're just having a conversation. Okay.
0: Hi, how are you? Good, I'm trans. Okay. Thank you for sharing. No, no, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> will you, you will you, <laughs> no, we're okay, gonna will show you, them what not, uh, to do. what not to do. Okay, let's try
1: again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, reverse. We're gonna go and show you what not to do. That happens all the time that we hate okay, that we I hate see this. all the time. Come okay. up to me at the club.
0: Oh my god, hey!
1: Oh my god, hi, yeah, oh my god, I'm just taking my hormones, I'm just trans.
0: I could never tell that you were trans. You're so beautiful. I would never have known.
1: So we're gonna pause right there. That is what not to do. When you tell somebody, it's like the same thing as if somebody was like, if you're like a person, like you being a person of color and somebody's like, oh my God, you're so beautiful for a black boy. And that <laughs> black person. Sends me off. I'm yeah. Black. It's like, you do not tell somebody, you know, oh you're so beautiful, like for a trans person. When you say you're so beautiful, like, oh my God, you're, so, you're trans. I couldn't tell you're so beautiful. You're saying that the trans trans people are inherently not beautiful and they are inherently putting on an identity and a role. That does and, not belong and disguise. to guys. Exactly. So it's like like it's same thing with like commenting on somebody's posts and being like,
0: "Oh my god, like you're so passable, I couldn't tell. Like you're so hey, pretty." It triggers me for other people when I see yeah. it. I'm like, it's like secondhand embarrassment, secondhand triggering. I'm like, don't, <sighs> don't, please don't. Right. And I'll report the comment. But yeah. I'm like, but like, you can't do that. But what would an appropriate response be?
1: Girl, it's like just be human with somebody. If somebody tells you, "Oh, yeah, I'm trans," whatever, be like, "Oh, cool. Like, thanks for sharing. Whatever." Yeah. Like wanna get another drink, like, it's like, why does it have to be, like, those trans people, unless, like, you're, like, you're getting into a really deep conversation, and this person and you, like, you're actually discussing gender, and you're, like, going off with a cis person, or, like, with this trans person as a cis person, you know, don't... You're, trans people are not, like, a guinea pig of knowledge for you. For you to, like, be like, wait, so how's your pussy, like... You know, for you to, like, ask questions that, like, you shouldn't be
0: asking. Or, like, did you get it done yet? Yeah. And it's like, you
1: can't... Don't ask! That's, don't ask somebody that. It's like, like, what? Like, I do go up to you and be like, your pussy stank, mama. Like, what's the right. you
0: like? <laughs> Unless your pussy stank, mama. Right. Then you have to let us know. Nah. Yeah, then I let you know. But it's... It's just... I I really do get secondhand embarrassment from people because... I just hear people doing it unintentionally, like they don't realize that it's not flattering. But you could literally just stop and be like, thank you for sharing, that's beautiful and you're beautiful. You I mean, don't have to say you're beautiful for being a trans person, period. You don't have to say that. And you also definitely don't have to follow it up with, I would have never known. Yeah. Or if you're showing someone your friend. You're like, yeah, this is my friend. And they're like, oh wow, they're beautiful for, it. and it's like, stop it right there. Because yeah. you can also act as an advocate slash policeman when even that trans person isn't around. Here's a way to not say that. And here are things that you definitely can and cannot say. Exactly. Yeah,
1: I would also go back to saying some people like, don't realize that it's hurtful and they also, I think it goes back to that thing that I'm sure you experience a lot being like a black queer person Where it's people want to like say something to you because they want to get rid of their white guilt or their cis guilt or whatever guilt They want you to know or they'll tell you like I have people that tell me all the time People from my high school always message me Press. Girl now I'm doing that we're doing this chart with oh,
0: No no no, T! <laughs> people from my high school are like, drop. I'm like girl you used to make fun of me Right?
1: And now they message me trying to get their guilt for be, treating me bad in high school But going back to, like, in life Somebody will come up to me and tell me Oh my god, like, I couldn't tell you are your were transgender You're so beautiful, oh my god, like, it's so powerful They're saying it because in their mind And they may not realize it But you are literally feeding into trying Like, you're, you're You think that gassing me up or gassing Toto up Or any other queer person up Is gonna make yourself You seem like you're not part of the problem And you are And you inherently are as a cis person that <laughs> you acknowledge your privileges And even me as, like, a white-passing, like trans, queer, latina, whatever, like I acknowledge the privileges that I have and I'm not gonna like speak over somebody of color who wants to like share their experiences and stuff. But it's crazy when somebody like just wants to come up to you and dump all this their bullshit or they'll even come up to you and be like oh my god like I knew this trans person when I was in <laughs> high school. People tell you that all the time, right? They're
0: like oh my god I knew this black person, I have a black friend when I was younger. I'm like do you remember when you were in high school and then some, all your fucking fag-hag-ass <laughs> friends would be like oh my god. I just met a gay person you're going to date and fall in love. Oh my god, you're gay? You should meet my friend Jason. <laughs> my like, am cousin who's gay. I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's, there's a high probability that I don't think your cousin's cute, but yeah. show me their nudes. Um, but what also <laughs> to not do, which I've also clocked, is being trans or being gay, whatever, and just being you is not a... Token is not a trophy. It's not powerful. It's just them existing. Like, yeah, some people decide to take their trans identity or their gender identity and their sexuality to make it a statement. But someone who's just, like, living their life as a trans person, you don't need to come up and be like, what you're doing is so powerful. So inspiring. So inspiring. Oh it's God, like... You're so
1: brave. You're a, there's a high part Like, you're reminding that person there's a probability of them getting murdered. And you're being like, so you're so brave. brave. Like, don't say <laughs> Shut that. Shut up, bitch.
0: <laughs> just, like, let me get my judge. Yeah. Yeah, that... That like weirds me out too. You're, what you're doing is so powerful. You're so brave. While well, I'm just showing up to the club because I'm trying to how, get my...
1: How often do you experience trauma dumping? Oh, the in the too field.
0: much because I'm dead ass. You know yeah. I'm like business fish. Like I have things to do. I need to work that room. I need to get my vodka Red Bull. And then some young girl <laughs> walks up to you she's like,
1: I think I'm black
0: yes. some white <laughs> yes. girl yes. some
1: white straight
0: girl I'm, she's like I'm black and gay and I'm like me too and you're like
1: okay sister I gotta get going and they just like keep doing it no, I know so many people that do that and that try to like give that they give that shit to me and like so, so I can coach them through their lives and it's like yeah. Sis, like, I'm trying to figure it out for myself. I'm not gonna sit here when we're at the club and I'm like drinking and throwing up into that toilet and you're telling me and you want to like. Maybe in the context of, you know, you see me at like a, a bookstore,
0: which I've never even ah No, because you're at home filming <laughs> videos in your bed. Yeah, if I'm like from my OnlyFans. If
1: you you catch me somewhere whatever and then you want to have a genuine discussion, it's like, sure, like, engage with me and see if you want to do that. But don't come up to Miss Toto or me (laughs) or any queen. Anyone. And try to, like, have a full-blown moment with them about how when you were 16, you saw a trans girl get bullied. Thanks for reminding me that this is my existence. Right. I have
0: to deal with people like this. But, like, I'm not even exaggerating. In the three years I've done bingo, I've had four or five people come to me and, like, come out to me as trans. I-19, um okay, like, I'm like, okay, like how, like I, and I'm just usually drunk at bingo anyway. So then someone's random who I don't even know their name telling me this information. And I'm just like, okay, have you been experiencing this for a while? B2. Um, (laughs) And then like literally, and they're like, I've always felt a little different. I'm like, okay, well, the good thing is, You can figure that out. Like, you don't have, there's no rush to figuring out your gender identity. You can take however long you want. And also, we're in a space where you can express yourself however you want. Like, if you know that I'm gonna be at bingo, if you wanna come in a wig, come in a wig. If you wanna come with your titties out, come with your titties out. I don't care. If you wanna just express yourself to see how you're feeling or to see if this is for you or to like try to better understand your gender, there are spaces for that. And right now at my bingo machine is not that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Literally am um. <laughs> It's not. The It's not. And it's funny, like, not to read it, but it's so funny because I don't know what would tell people at bingo that you're a heartwarming person when at bingo. It is a literal, people, I think that the BDSN community needs to find out about your bingo because it is a dom experience. People go there, like, white tourists go there to be dominated by Miss Toto, yelling, sit the fuck down! <laughs> that is not bingo! You are not listening! It's not four in a row! We're doing an ad!
0: This is so real because like I just by the time it's like 1130 and all these white tourists want to try my life And they come up like I got bingo. I'm like listen, Megan. I've said it seven times The her shape name is Megan though. Her name is 100% Definitely Megan, Megan. <laughs> um, I said a hundred times and then I'll do it on the mic. I'm like, excuse me class What shape are we making the whole room? will yell the shape out and I'm like, thank you Megan Please sit down and then she's like, well, and Britney told me I had a bingo. And I'm like, well, Britney was wrong. Sit down. Like, they like, well, Megan was wrong. Megan, <laughs> go with Megan. Megan, go with Megan. Sit <laughs> like, with Megan. <laughs> I'm like, it's my birthday. I'm like, great. Mine was last month. Anything else? Like, it's, girl, why? How? How is it always Megan's birthday? At every gig I go to, it's Megan's birthday. <laughs> but someone comes up to you to let you know it's Megan's birthday. Mm-hmm. Always. Megan can't do it herself. Like, it's Megan's birthday. Could you go take a picture? Right. <laughs> Does Megan have tip money? Does Megan have Venmo? Okay. Last woo. Last question. This is good. Any advice for young trans GNC or queer? it doesn't have to be young, I guess. For any like yeah, let's start with young. let's start with young, like young because young. that's important. And I, I'm still somewhat young. Same. You're an old bitch. I'm 26. I'm a spring chicken. I'm a I'm like a chicken nugget. I'm 21. You literally just turned 21 like last year. <laughs> last week. Or this week. Well, th- <laughs> <laughs> this, this week.
1: <laughs> Earlier this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: She's an Aries. Yeah, I'm an Aries. I'm a dumb bitch.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Do you have any advice for young, trans, GNC or queer people? So,
1: what I would say is, like, if you're stuck in like, high school and stuff, just be aware. It is, go- like, no matter what, like, being young just fucking sucks for the most part. Like, sucks. no matter what, you're gonna struggle, but just know, like, I think that the It Gets Better project is such a legit thing because, girl, like, I remember you used to see those in high school and be like, oh my god, this is so stupid. Why is RuPaul making a video saying so, like, It Gets Better? Or, like, when I was watching True Blood and the whole cast of True Blood did, like, an It Gets Better video.
0: Throwback. Throwback! Throwback. Oh my god. Sookie Stackhouse. Eric Northman. Eric Northman. Okay, Alcide. Alcide. Woo! Woo! My whole life is literally based off of Lafayette. Oh, absolutely. I am Lafayette. That scene where he's like, you go,
1: eat my AIDS burger. I was like, oh my, this is not
0: You're like, Miss Toto. So good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know you then, but I was like, Miss Toto. (laughs) 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 <laughs> I just
0: knew. Go eat my eggs burger. Okay.
1: Yeah. So going back to yeah, with high school to, sucks. Yeah, high school just sucks, bitch. Like don't like don't fucking kill yourself. Like you'll be okay. You'll get through it. Like I mean, like it's it's rough. Like you will find your tribe when you graduate, or maybe even while you're in school. But focus on yourself, your education, your well being, your happiness. Do what makes you happy. Don't don't worry about being bullied. Do what you gotta do.
0: And if you're getting bullied, like. Who cares, bitch? They're miserable, like no in Cumberland Ass, Maryland. And yeah. that's fine if you're stuck there and you were like really supportive and stuff. But <laughs> if Shout you, out to Megan! <laughs> shout out to Megan. But if you were an asshole to me growing up, this is why. But like some people come to light and understand that they fucked up. Like mm-hmm. I was at the bar when I was at home over Christmas. I'm trashed. Like I'm with my dad. Oh, this guy came up to you. Yeah. You told me this. It was I was like, what the fuck? So I was with my dad, and anytime I'm with my dad and I'm out, you have to know I'm drunk. So um, I'm drunk with my dad, and this boy comes up and he's like, "Hey, Rock," and I'm like, not sure if I'm just like very drunk or if I actually don't know this person. And <laughs> like, am I
1: hallucinated. Right. And I was
0: like, but no, I actually don't know him. He's like, I just wanted to say I'm sorry. I was like, for what? <laughs> and he was like, Oh, I'm sorry for like bullying you in high school and all like the mean things I said to you and like yelling at you as you were driving away from school. And I was like, Oh, well, I mean, I forgive you? Question mark. He's like, Yeah, I've just like really changed since then. and I just wanted to like find you and say I'm sorry. And I'm like. Okay, um, do you want to buy me a drink? <laughs> no, I didn't say Reparations! That. But, but he was like, he asked if I, he could buy me a drink as like a sorry, and I'm like, okay. And also if you were one of those people who bullied people in high school, apologize. Especially if it wasn't for a good reason. Did you fuck him? No, I don't even remember what he looked like or his name. Oh. He was cute though, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but literally it gets better, y'all. Like once you, and if you're stuck, this sucks to say and that you cannot be true to yourself for your safety. For your own safety, do what you need to do. Yeah. Like if if your like life is being compromised because of the way you want to express yourself in your specific situation at this moment. And
1: save money so you can move the fuck out, move to fucking whatever city you need to, get move out. out of
0: whatever country you need to. But be safe getting out. Mm. Don't compromise your safety because your life I know that like expression is very important and how you see yourself and how you want society to see you is very important but like you surviving whatever young middle school high school to get through this to get to the greater portion of the 90 rest of 90 of your life it will suck but you will get through it and you will be able to be who you want to be because that does suck like I- it should make you more aware of the fact that everything is drag everything and
1: gender is a lie so like even if you have to put on this this costume for this gender that you don't identify with. It's a costume. Because you're being forced to realize it's just fabric. It's just whatever it is. Like, you can still be the person that you want to be, or you can be it within yourself, or, you know, until yeah. you're able to, like, express
0: it. You know what I mean? It gets better. Do what you gotta do to survive, babies. That's my message. Pause up, okay? Pause up. Um, thanks for tuning in to another <laughs> installation of Ms. Toto's podcast that does not have a name yet, featuring my good sis! at jupiter velvet (laughs) on literally all social media like follow her like her shit spam her shit turn the notifications on make sure you rt and favorite her twitter because now she's like popping off so make sure you tune into that do you have a youtube yet i'm gonna start one okay oh wait you have content being built right you like you're building content yeah yeah yeah. i mean i have a youtube for just jupiter like velvet if you look it up same thing just look me up on every media but are you gonna put those your other videos on that same youtube channel are you making another one? Same,
1: no, same usual. Okay, yeah. so look
0: out for her new YouTube content. She has, like, really good backgrounds, like a blue sequin fabric that I saw. Was it not in one of your, like, videos? Didn't you have a blue sequin fabric for your filming? Yeah, I'm it? using
1: that in film for my, no, I'm just putting that into my looks outfit. Oh. Like, I'm doing a space
0: cowgirl. No, outfit. I mean for your YouTube videos.
1: No, I didn't get, we wanted blue sequin. for oh. we filming girls maybe I'm girls.
0: projecting. Okay, XOXO Gossip Girl.